0: What's up my beautiful beautiful people? Back at it again for another Meta Killers episode. So, today's topic or like somewhat the episode's topic is going to be a lot of catch up from just like different stuff that's been happening because I know we've been like focusing on um like my personal like tournament stuff, but we haven't really been keeping track of all the other things going around in the Yu-Gi-Oh world. So, I'm going to make this like a catch up episode. So we can catch up, you know, on what we've been missing. We haven't been missing anything, but actually we have been missing a lot. And I think the first thing I would like to mention is the Oceanic Championships. So all of the information I'm about to get is from uh, septo 360 um please 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 check him out um he also has a youtube and it's youtube.com slash the septo 360 um he does a lot of these graphs and documents and stuff and it's really helpful for people who make podcasts so if you have a chance follow them like give them a bunch of clout okay so um looking into the top 32 we had 14 to relevant eight sprite Three runic, I, the, three runic. That's kind of cool. An Eltlich player, a fluanderes player, a hero player, a math player, and crazy enough, the the ghost has appeared. Sword soul is in the top thirty-two. All right, and we'll go on to our top sixteen, which is seven to element, three sprite, two runic, an Eltlich, a fluanderes, a hero, and a math mech. So, I think what you're starting to realize, I think, as a whole, is Sprite is a good deck, but Torelement is better. (laughs) And I think a lot of people hadn't figured Torelement out yet. And now that the Danger Torelement build is kind of figured out, I think a lot of people are going to be shifting towards playing that, even before the uh, Ishizu support comes out. So... That's a little interesting. Uh, three Sprite, two Runic. The Runic stills there somehow. Uh, one outlich, one Fluwanderies, one Hero, and then one Math Mech. So then we go on to top eight. So our top eight is five Terelement, one Outlitch, one Fluwanderies and then one Sprite. So sadly, our two Runic players got knocked out. You know, rip, rest in peace for them, but yeah, they weren't going to make it far. And then are you ready to hear this top four? So top four is three element and one Ellich. And the finals was uh element Mirror Match, and then Tier One. Yeah, obviously, because it was a mirror match. The Tier was gonna win either way. Um But yeah, uh I think we're really starting to see Tier take over the meta. So when you're running your side deck cards for um anything that you're thinking about bringing to locals whether that be like speedroids or whether that be um like flunder or anything like rogue you definitely want to have some tech options in the side deck to deal with to relevant. and uh some things i recommend 100% are uh, trap trick so trap trick and then playing three different dimensional ground uh that does wonders um I mean, you flip that, they they really can't do a whole lot. Um, so having good text against that, just that deck, is probably worth it. So the next huge news that happened is uh, the Player Forbidden list. So um, Top Cut talked a little bit about this, so I want to give them a shout-out for this, because they made a whole episode in it. I'm not going to make a whole documented episode um, response because i feel like they kind of portrayed what i wanted to say but i think i would add a few more points so if you don't know um they updated the forbidden player list and distant coder and also a loft and tcg Uh, i think he was the guy who won south america with despia when despia was first got their branded stuff um they have both been banned for a year um now we do know what Chris Lofton, the reason he was banned, which arguably I could say yes, there was a reason to be banned, but at the same time, like I don't think it was that big of a deal. Um, essentially, the reason he got banned was um, he went on to Twitter because when Tear first came out, they were a judge was ruling that. Um, King of the Swamp and the Graveyard didn't actually count as, like, fusion material. Like, it couldn't be used for anything. And so, um, someone gave him, like, misinformation. And so, he put it on Twitter. And he put the head judge's name on Twitter to, like, kind of figure out what was going on. And uh, I think that was probably not the best choice. But at the same time, I don't think it was a big deal. But obviously, Konami thinks it's a big deal because it's Konami. Who knows? And then Distant Coder, we don't really know much about why he is banned. Um, a lot of people are speculating that it's the DK drama, but like he already said, that's not what happened, and I think I believe him. Um, from what we know, is some type of, um, what is it, uh, player misconduct, not player misconduct, but a, like, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, something like that. Um, I'm not sure why, but who knows, it's Konami, they never make sense. So um, the only thing I wanted to add on to this is I think Konami definitely needs to communicate to the player base what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And I think Top Cut kind of explained how they should have way more communication because I think the big big deal is communication, right? Because we're not getting enough information about like what we are allowed to do and what we are not allowed to do. And I think this kind of becomes a problem when you start banning people and you're not giving them reasons, but at the same time, you're not telling them why that's not allowed and what this – like, it's just like um, me walking up to you, punching you in the face, and then you're like, hey, why would you punch me in the face? And I just walk away. I mean, you would like to know why I punched you in the face. You would probably like to, like, recoil, throw some punches at me, but – I mean, I just walked away. I didn't do anything. I just, it's, it's kind of like that. You just get banned, and they don't say anything, and then they walk away. And then imagine if I come back six months later, like, yeah, I punched you because uh, you you punched my dog or something like that. You know, like, that that would have been cool to know six months ago, um, but now it's now. So I think Konami needs to clearly state what is okay, what is not okay, so that way you have clear guidelines for events. Because let's be honest, nobody wants to go to an event and do something that they don't think is a big deal, and then Konami ban them and be like, "Yo, that was a huge deal." And then the players like, "Well, I mean, you didn't communicate that with me. You didn't. You didn't have set guide guidelines to show why that was not okay." And I think that is a big deal to me, uh, like a competitive player. I'm pretty upset about it because I think for a lot of people um, who spend their livelihoods on this stuff, like, I mean, I don't, I like to play, like, rogue decks, as you know, and I'm really, like, really, really into being a rogue player. However, like, I still spend money on, like, top-tier decks. Like, right now, I've been playing a little bit of tier and a little bit of Rika, and I, I spent money, like, on those decks, but, I mean... I feel bad for the people who got banned, who spent money on the game, and then not knowing that they're banned because Konami can't communicate like decent, a decent company. And I could get banned for saying that, and that's crazy. <laughs> Alright, uh, the next bit of big news is the 10s. Holy fucking moly. <laughs> um, so... Um, if you guys don't know, every year around September, we get a Mega 10. And Mega 10s are usually like reprints of all the past cards from the year. Um, these are the best time for you budget players to pick up cards. Because they're going to be extremely cheap. And it's going to be good. I won't say always good reprints. But this 10, wow. Wow. That's all I can say. So... Um, we have a bunch of them that are already announced. So I'll, I'll talk about the cards that were already announced. Um, so we know Alibur's in here, um, as a Prismatic, I think. Uh, we know D-Shifters in here an Ultra. We know Dark Roller as an Ultra. We know Nibiru as an Ultra. We have two brand new arts of Red Eyes and Blue Eyes, I think is Prismatic. Uh, another Dark Magician Girl, um, different artwork. Uh, Incredible Ecclesia. Ghost Reaper and Winter Cherries, Ash Blossom, Ghost Ogre, Ghost Bell. Here we We're getting to the really good ones here. Um Pot of Prosperity. Forbidden Droplet DPE Uh Dragoon Lightning Storm and Cross Out Designator. That's all in 110, might I say. Which, wow. And that doesn't even begin to cover some of the others. So, for for example, we have some other cards. So, we have um, Underworld Goddess, which, wow. Um, Let's see here. The map, it's a secret prismatic rare map. I already pre-ordered them, boys. Um, A Diviner of the Herald, which, wow, that makes that ten times cheaper. And there's a couple other ones, like an Evil Twin Trouble Sunny. And then also for the upcoming Crystal Beast uh, structure deck, which I will talk about. They have Rainbow Bridge of Salvation and a Prismatic Secret, which I think is really cool. And I think it's going to add like a really cool aspect to like play a little bit of upgrade. You can take the structure deck and you can pay a little bit of money to upgrade the cards, which I think is cool. Also, in these same 10s, we have received some of the most broken support I've ever read in my life. So I want to read it together. So, this is uh, for all you old Egyptian god uh, copium people. You got your cards. (laughs) So, um, these are all Egyptian god support cards. And wow. Um, That's all I'm going to say. Wow. So, the first one is the Revive Sky God. So, this is for Slifer. And this is a trap card. A normal trap card. The activation of this card or its effects cannot be negated, nor can its effects be negated. So number one, you can't do anything about it. Like they flip this card, you cannot do anything about it. Special summon one Slifer the Sky Dragon from your graveyard. Then each player draws until they have six cards in their hand. What? <laughs> what? Why? Why did they just put a draw six? What? Okay. Um, you can banish this card from your graveyard place one monster reborn from your deck or graveyard on top of your deck Then if a divine beast monster is in your graveyard draw a card You can only use each effect of the revived sky god once per turn. Okay so Imagine this you have zero cards in hand You all you have is you drew draw for turn you draw this card you set it past draw on their draw phase bang special summon slifer draw six okay so you have a slifer with six thousand attack i'm pretty sure because i think slifer gains for how many cards you have in hand right so then um on your turn you just banish it from the graveyard um let's just say they out your slifer they hit you for like a thousand right so you draw for turn you banish that from the graveyard you place Monster Reborn, and then since you have a Divine Beast, you draw the Monster Reborn, and then you Monster Reborn Slifer back. Like, what, what, what is this? Who, who decided this was a good card? I mean, this card is insane, and whoever printed it, Konami needs to chill. <laughs> like, they need to like get stop like coping for all these like Egyptian God players. <laughs> all right, um, so that's not all. We have two more for each other individual God. So next one is the Breaking Ruin God and this is for Obelisk. And this is a quick play spell. The activation of this card's or its effects cannot be negated, nor can its effects be negated. Special summon one Obelisk the Tormentor from your hand or graveyard. And if you do, it's unaffected by your opponent's card effects this turn. Wow. Yeah, sure. Just summon Blue Daddy is unaffected. If you tribute two or more monsters you control at the same time to activate your card or effect while you control Obelisk the Tormentor. You can banish this card from your graveyard. Banish all monsters in your opponent's graveyard. And if you do, inflict 500 damage to your opponent for each. I have no words. Um, Summon Obelisk, burn you for 2k, swing for game. I mean... I, I can't even it's insane. Wow. Okay. Um, the next one, I think this one's not as good, but it's still pretty good. So the next one is called the true sun God, and it is a continuous spell. When this card is activated, add one, the winged dragon of Ra or one card that mentions it from your deck to your hand, except the true sun God monsters. Monsters, oh, sorry. Monsters, except the Winged Dragon of Raw, cannot attack the turn they are special summoned. Once per turn during your main phase, you can send this card from the field or one the Winged Dragon of Raw, Mortal Phoenix, from your deck to the graveyard. Then send one Winged Dragon of Raw from your monster zone to the graveyard. You can only activate one the true sun god per turn. So, to be honest, I don't know much about Egyptian god decks. I know that they're just trying to turbo out the Egyptian gods. Um, but one thing that people are noticing about this card, this card searches spear mode. Yeah. Uh, so you can just search spear mode and just tribute over your opponent's whole field. <laughs> That's kind of funny, but yeah, that, that card is not as good as the others, but man, is it still insane? Like imagine getting pulled up to locals, right? And you just get absolutely manhandled by the God card. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, what are you even supposed to do at that point, right? Like, I guess you just cry? Like, I don't know. So, um, I think another thing we wanted to talk about is the Crystal Beast Structure deck. So, um, as you know, uh, pretty soon, actually, we're getting a Crystal Beast Structure deck. And uh, we didn't know a lot of the cards that were included. Because uh, the ocg had a couple different inclusions in it but a big reprint we know is going to be in the actual structure deck is ash blossom and joy spring so here is what i'm going to say for all you budget players or players that are just starting out please buy three of these structure decks spend 30 dollars to guarantee yourself three ash blossoms because these used to be a common in um, the Salmon Great Structure deck, and they were dollars at the time, and now they're like fifteen to twenty dollars. So if you're just starting out, or you do not have a playset of Ash Blossom, or or just even want to get another playset, just buy three of these structured decks. It is a hundred percent worth it. And I mean, yes, the the deck itself might not be too competitive. However, three Ash Blossoms is crazy for the price you're getting them at. Alright, that's basically paying for the whole structure deck. So, I don't want to hear it. You guys need to pick this card up. Also, we know there's like a new fusion monster. Which is kind of cool. All of this is in Spanish, so I can't exactly read it. Because that's kind of what we know from it. But it's it's really cool. I kind of like it. Um, <clears throat> Yes. So, um, as a result from all of the reprints... Some cool things we get to know now are um, the prices have plummeted, plummeted. So uh, a good example of this is actually Forbidden Droplet. So if you didn't know, Forbidden Droplet was at like sixty or seventy dollars for like pretty much every printing, except for the OTS. The the OTS Ulti is probably like it's it was probably like three to two eighty or something. Well, guess what? They have dropped tremendously because of the reprint. So, um, if you look at pretty much all of them... So, the recent one, the Ultra Rare from the Duels in the Deep is actually $33. Which is still pretty reasonable. Um, the 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 Secret from Brothers of Legend, $33. Um, the Secret from the... Or the Original Secret is $40. Wow. You guys should... I mean, I would probably wait because the Mega 10 is going to make it much, much, much cheaper. I have a feeling. However, these prices are not bad. So, if you want to pick up, like, a better rarity version of it, um, this is pretty good, honestly. Um, Another card we need to talk about, Ash Blossom, guys. So, Ash Blossom has dropped. And that is great for everyone. Because, um... This is a card that pretty much in every meta is relevant. Um, not as much this meta because, like I said, a lot of people are going to Board Breakers. But honestly, like, Ash Blossoms right now are ridiculously cheap. The most expensive version is obviously the Maximum Crisis Secret Rare, which is like 60 right? But you can get the gold rares for $17. I bought my set for like $80. Okay, this is getting pretty cheap. And honestly, they're going to get even cheaper because of the new um, structure deck. So stay in mind, buy three of those structure decks. Please, I beg of you guys, just please buy three of them. It's going to be worth it in the long run. And then uh, finally, we could talk about Crossout. So um, if you didn't know, Crossout Designator was supposed to be the next big thing, right? I think we were all expecting it to be, like, a 3-of a mandatory card. Well, as it turns out, um, yeah, without Max C, it's not that good. <laughs> um, literally, the only reason this card is ran in the OCG is because Max C is a card. Because Max C is so stupid, and I'm not going to get into that argument today, but uh, please don't bring Max C back. <laughs> um, so... The actual crossouts have gone down to $10 a pop. You can pick up your whole playset right now for $30. Um, if you're looking to do that, just do it. I mean, this is probably the cheapest they're going to get. Um, because you never know. They could bring Maxi back. I would hope not, but they could. Um, so just picking up this card in general is not bad. Because they are coming out with like a higher rarity version in the upcoming 10. It's like a prismatic secret, but if you're looking just to get a staple, then this is literally perfect. And I mean, this card is still a very good card. A lot of decks were playing it at one point for mirrors. So I mean, I think it'll be a pretty good card. I think honestly, this is what you should be playing um in the next cupping couple formats because of three elements becoming the best deck in the room. So, I think that's pretty much all of the like, little topics I wanted to talk about. Um, I just think giving people a little bit more um, about what's going on right now in the meta is important. I think we're seeing a lot more tier. I think Sprite is starting to die out a little bit. Also, um, I don't think Runic is really figured out yet. I think a lot of people... I think this deck is very, very good, and I think a lot of people are still trying to figure it out, and when they figure it out, it's going to be an issue. Also, Labyrinth is pretty good too. I really like Labyrinth uh, so far. Um, I think it's a very, actually pretty fair trap deck. Um, A lot of times I feel like trap decks are annoying, but like this trap deck, if I lose to it, I'm not mad, because I honestly felt like... It was a pretty fair match. And Valiant is just trash. It is so bad. Uh, a guy at Locals tried to make it work, and he said it was, like, so bad. And I probably, I feel bad for him in all honestly. <laughs> He's he, he, he said he really tried, but uh, it was just really bad. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to answer a couple questions because, uh, as you guys know, um, you can leave questions on my podcast. And I usually put a link down in Spotify. Uh, please answer uh, because I would love to answer you guys' questions. Plus, like, I can talk about anything you want, even if it's stupid like this next comment. Um, So Will says, Why is the MetaKillers podcast host such a cutie? And honestly, the answer is I was born this way. So um, if you don't know, I'm actually a model. Um, I model for, like, underwear companies and I'm also a hands model because I'm just so beautiful and I don't think I'll ever stop being a cutie um it's just in my blood now I'm actually an orange thank you so Galaxy Eyes plays best road decks for the new format and post Magnificent Mavens so um if I believe so Magnificent Mavens is the one where we get the Shizu support um, a couple rogue decks that are really interesting to me right now that I think could definitely make a splash. Uh, Scareclaw is very good. Uh, I really like the deck, and I think it's very interesting. I, I think it poses a, a great OTK mechanic, and then mixing it with like something like Tri Brigade I think is really interesting. Um, Sword Soul will always be a good rogue deck. Um, sadly, they didn't reprint anything in the 10s, but I think that's what they're saving for Magnificent Mavens to reprint a lot of the stuff. Um, also another good, uh, rogue deck that I kind of like. Um, I really like Labyrinth. I think, I can't really put it in a tier, but I, I really do like the concept, and I really do think that it could be, uh, very, very good. Um, sister A lot of people are sleeping on this deck and i think honestly it's a pretty interesting deck and i think it will only get better with time and um a couple more that i really am interested in um i really 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 like rika i think rika is very very good I think a lot of people are sleeping on the deck. I mean, it did win win Euros, but I feel like a lot of people still don't know what the deck does, and I think that could help the deck tremendously. And all the support cards are just fucking broken. Um, And then, finally, I really, really think that... uh, I want to say, and I know this might shock people, huh I wanna say that mystic mind turbo <laughs> if they don't ban mystic mind which I'm I'm hoping that they do if they don't ban mystic mind I think you're gonna see a lot more of it I think you're going to see a lot more of mystic mind burn and that sucks but it is a good rogue deck I mean. Shit, it won Rio, so it's got to do something. And then, finally, uh, one more. I think Invoked Branded is also very interesting. I'm not ready to uh, put it in the Rogue. Um, Right now, I'm putting it in, like, um, a little bit below Rogue. However, uh, I think an interesting concept would be maybe mixing uh, Branded, Invoked, and Tier. I feel like that would be a cool concept, but... um, That's just my opinion. So, um, yeah. I think that's all that we've got for today. Uh, I try to keep these episodes short, you know. uh, Check me out on Twitter. It's at KillerMetaYGO because I couldn't get KillerMetaYGO. Why do this to me? Um, I'm looking for Renek cards, so hit me up if you got any on Twitter. I'll fucking eat you up for some. Um, Also, I'm going to be shouting out a couple podcasts check out the scapegoats um also check out um a couple different uh i just lost my whole train of thought Uh why well, do this to me you guys have a great day <laughs>